It's a new year, and with a new year comes new words and new resolutions. But what if the most important thing we could need this year comes from something that is ancient and old? In today's episode, we talk about the most important thing that can help us through this new year. You're listening to the Girlfriends in the Word podcast. I'm your host, Natalia Drum. This podcast is designed to dive into scripture through systematic study in books of the Bible. Through cultural conversations with women today, or on specific topical studies so that we can learn what God has to say for our lives. My goal is to equip you to study God's Word well and to encourage you in your faith journey as we walk together and become girlfriends in the Word. Hey, friends, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the podcast. I pray that the holidays have been full and joyful and a celebration of all that God has done. And as you walk into the new year for 2023, that you are anticipating the goodness of God. And I know, at least for myself, that 2022 is a tough year for myself and for our family. And so there can be some hesitation and and some anxious anticipation as we walk into a new year, wondering what it will bring. And I know for some of us this week, we are just still even groggy from the aftermath of the holidays. Can't seem to figure out what day it is and you know, just still recovering from Christmas. And for some of us, the beginning of the new year brings a fresh start, like a turning of a page in a book. It gives such hopeful anticipation. I also know that a new year can bring all kinds of pressure and anxiety. So today, wherever you fall on the spectrum of excitement for a new year or feeling like all the fuss is overrated, just take a breath. Just take a breath and breathe in the grace that God has for us today because today's episode is just for you. Now, it's going to be a little different than our normal episodes where we normally sit down with an entire text of a passage and break it apart, looking at what God is going to teach us. This week, I want to give you the word that God has put on my heart, not necessarily for this year. And and don't get me wrong, I love having a word of the year. I have done it in the past and it has just really anchored my soul. And I almost feel like this word that God has given me kind of sums up the last several years, or essentially the story of all the years. But over the course of 2022, our family faced its shares of highs and lows. And from the start of the year, I felt like we were going to get a fresh start. And I just, I had no idea how true it would be and yet how painful it would be at the same time. Honestly, all of our best laid plans kind of went awry. An injury shut me down from the get-go and my go-getter attitude just kind of tanked with it because as every month arrived and I kept thinking this is going to be our month, there were newer and greater struggles. But in all those struggles, as I closed out the year, there was this prominent thread in each and every experience. God was there. God was with us. God was present. God was holding us together and God was faithful. And so as I began to sit with the faithfulness of God over the year and the years before it, it got me marking moments over and over again where the circumstances of our lives led us to places we didn't want to be. And yet in those moments of unexpected places and unexpected pain, we saw God work. We watched God lead us. We witnessed God move and not just him moving on our behalf or for our favor, It was so much greater than that. We saw God move our hearts. In fact, in many ways and in many circumstances, things never changed. And even to some degree, some things got worse. And yet there was this unexplainable awareness of God's hand in it. 
So as I sit and I consider, God, what can I tell them this year? What can we kick off the podcast with that would be the most important thing to tell them for an entire year? Over and over, my heart settled on this teaching of the character of God. Because if we're honest, and if I'm honest, we have these preconceived ideas about God. Our theology of God, what we think about God, is such that we tend to pick up the opinions and ideals of others, perhaps from ideas of our childhood or our youth, the teachings of the Sunday schools and the small groups or the churches that we've been in, or maybe even the lack of churches that we've been in. We've picked up the ideas that others have about God. But when we take the time to sit in his word and to study God, who he is as he reveals himself in his word, we quickly learn that this God we serve is not one who hides himself from us. He very much wants to make himself known and he does that. And God himself defines who he is and he calls us to himself. As I considered which passages to share with you about the character of God and who God is and the faithfulness of God, my heart went back to Deuteronomy because Moses is speaking to the Israelites as they're about to enter the promised land. It's the second generation that has left Egypt and they're about to inherit the blessing that God has given them. And Moses declares to them who God is. Now, remember, if there was Anyone in the ancient world in that day and time who would know who God was, it was Moses. Moses was the one who had been on the mountain with God for 40 days and 40 nights. God had written out the Ten Commandments and given the law to the people through Moses. Moses had seen God's glory pass by him as God hid him in the cleft of a rock. Moses had encountered God in the burning bush when God called him into service. Moses had seen God part the reed sea. And he walked on dry land as Pharaoh's armies approach. Moses is the one who witnessed and endured the plagues. Moses knew the mighty hand of God as his provider as he ate manna and quail every day for 40 years. Moses watched an entire generation die off in the wilderness as he watched his clothes and his shoes never wear thin. Moses was the one who sacrificed the first lamb in the tabernacle as he anointed Aaron and his sons to be priests to the Most High God. And Moses witnessed God thundering from the heavens as the people worshipped the golden calf down at the bottom of the mountain. God and Moses were tight. The scriptures tell us that God viewed Moses as a friend. So if we're going to learn about God and his characteristic of being faithful, let's learn from someone who truly saw God being faithful. See, Moses says in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, he says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Friends, pay attention to that. He says, Know therefore. Like, put this in your mind and hold it firmly where it cannot be taken from you, that the Lord your God is God. There's there's no one else like him. This is it. And then it qualifies him as if to identify which God, because remember in the ancient world, there were a ton of gods. And Moses is specifying the character of God. He says, he's not like those fickle gods. Our God, Yahweh, he's the faithful God. 
who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Now, it's true Moses and the Israelites are a people of covenant, but we are too. And it's so important to see this characteristic of God way back when, because God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And the faithfulness of God in the Old Testament gives us the confidence and the hope of his faithfulness today. You see, we can trust the faithfulness of God today because of what God has done yesterday. And this is what Moses is saying as he nears the end of his life and he's about to release the people into the promised land. He's like, you've got to know this. You've got to know that the Lord, your God is God. He's it. He's the one and he is faithful. He keeps his promises and it is his steadfast love that assures us of this confidence that we can have in him. Friends, as we walk into a new year, I can guarantee that there will be joy and there will be sorrow. Every year holds the same. The situations and the circumstances and the trials and the tribulations, they may be different, but at the end of the day, there's beauty and sorrow in both of them. We will face moments of encouragement and we will face moments of discouragement. We will face extreme highs and desperate lows. And through it all, the one thing that must anchor our souls that we must know without a doubt is the character of God. Because when we know the character of God, we don't have to worry about the circumstances of our lives. When we understand that God is faithful, so faithful, then we can walk through whatever storms of life we have to walk through because we know we are not doing it alone and that the God who started the work in our lives will be faithful to finish it. So as we walk into 2023, that is my prayer for all of us. That is the deep burning message that God has put on my heart is to tell you that he's faithful, that the circumstances and the challenges that they're going to come and go and we're going to face all the things, but in everything, we have a faithful God. And if we would rely on him, if we would lean into his character, we need not worry about the circumstances of our lives. So friends, happy new year. I pray this year that you would see the faithful God at work in your life, that you would see his hand of favor, and that you would walk faithfully with him. Happy New Year, friends. Until next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Girlfriends in the Word podcast. You can find resources on the website at www.nataliadrum.com, which is where you can connect with me via email, you can download resources, or you can check out the shop for books and tools to grow in your faith. If you want to connect with me on social media, head over to Instagram and find me at the handle at Natalia Drum. 